Have you ever had someone refer to something going on in the community who asked you, what's going on there? What's the story with all that? The right answer lies with the people directly involved in it, the people who know. Why not hear their story? So welcome to What's the Story, Pekin? I'm Gary Gillis, your host, and I hope you enjoy this Pekin podcast. Well, my guest today is Cole Stoner. That's the athletic director of Pekin Community High School, which, by the way, perhaps he's the youngest in the state, certainly, I think, in probably the school's history, uh, and comes from a storied or a legacy background of a family very actively involved in Pekin sports. We'll get to that in a moment. But Cole, welcome. Thanks for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. It's, a, it's an honor. Great. Well, we, we'll, we'll start off about uh, talking a little bit about um, why we should be excited about Pekin sports. I know it's football season, and of course, there's, uh, I'm sure, a lot of optimism there, but you know, in terms of all sports in general. You know, I, I think the, the best thing about peak sports and high school sports in general is you're giving student athletes an opportunity to compete, to grow, to develop. And I think at the, at the ground level, that's the excitement. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're developing community members, we're developing future employees, we're developing, you know, just young adults. And I think that to me is the most exciting. Now, that doesn't always necessarily translate to the, the common viewer, um, but, I, but I think in terms of, you know, for our fans that are coming, you know, it, our, our athletes are going to compete hard. They're going to, you know, try to win. And when they don't win, they're going to try to grow. Sure. Um, but, but I think outside of that, you know, we've, we've had a lot of excitement in terms of our building and our facilities. Um, obviously, upgrades to our, our baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. We, we got rid of the hill um, yeah. and put in a retaining wall and, you know, a new scoreboard over there. And then our, our gym, um, new bleachers, new, new floor look, updated weight room. Um, lights at soccer, baseball, softball. There's a, a lot of excitement in our facilities, and I know the kids are excited. And I, you know, to me, that's the most important cool. thing. Well, is there, by the way, um, with that retaining wall? The first thing I thought when I saw it is there going to be some kind of affectionate title. You know, Boston has. You know, the green monster i was wondering what you would you would call that right? you know i was really hoping to plant some ivy at the base of it and just oh, yeah. you know that as, would a, be cool. as a cubs fan yeah. i had to oh, throw yeah. in a little ivy but yeah there's no name yet but you know i'm sure one will develop yeah one well, will develop yeah. yeah i'm a big cub fan too but my my buddies or cardinal fans at least the school colors have red in them so mm-hmm. you know that's 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 one one good <laughs> thing do you do you find in this day and age uh you still have uh young people uh interested in participating or is that that whole dynamic changed a little bit. Yeah, I have trouble getting some involved. Yeah, I, I think it, it's some, at times sport de- dependent. Um, you know, we, we've had some some teams that have struggled to get numbers um, in different areas. But, you know, I think that there still is a, a core group that, that want to be involved and want to get involved. And you still have those kids that are that will come out and play three sports. Uh, but I do think they're, it's, it's much fewer than, than sure. in the history of, sure. you know, peaking. And what is, what's the most popular sport they, they go out for? I think that's year and year dependent. I mean, last year we were eleven and one for football, so sure. we saw the numbers boomed. We we had to order a lot of helmets, mm-hmm. a lot of extra helmets, because you know kids see that in that atmosphere, that environment, and they saw how the community rallied around them. Right, um, and it's like oh, I want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we've had that in different stretches. Uh, I've been lucky enough to see it. You know, since I mean I was not not that old, but I've been sure. around the gym for since 1987 and uh, been able to see some really fun stretches for basketball and really fun stretches for golf. And so, you know, we we've um, we have stretches in different sports that really spark that interest. And I think that uh, you know winning helps everything. Well, that's yeah. I'm I'm glad to see kids still have that that interest. And I I love what you say about 
uh, you know, developing the student athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, it's great to have someone who wants to win the game, but you know, your goal is to help them win at life too. So I think that's it's good that you make that that a priority. So philosophically, what um, what do you bring to the position? Now, your your outlook as to you know what you're you're doing as the athletic director. Yeah, I, I think that you know, I'm a peak and I, um, sure. that, that's, that's the, the base for it. And I think that's, you know, exciting. I think some, anybody in our position, um, you have to have passion for not just the, the sports and not just the scheduling and all that. You just have to have the passion for, for everything involved in it and, and the athletes, especially. And I think that's my biggest thing is passion for the athletes. I want, I want to create a, a positive experience for our student athletes. Okay. Um, you know, our principal rolled out something a few years ago, Joel Schmig, the dragon way. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something we're still continuing and trying to develop. And so I kind of swerved off that. Or it's still the Dragon Way, but I developed it this year for our athletes. And it's just an acronym that's Dragons. And, you know, D is for development, R is for respect, A is for adversity, G is for game, which stands for gratitude, attitude, manners, and emotions. O is optimize, N is never quit, and S is service for community service. Oh, great. And coming up with that well-rounded look to where, you know, what, who are we and what are we trying to develop and having those columns and those pillars is important and, sure. and I think that that's that's where I'm coming from is I want to help develop dragons and you know we're all dragons we're Pekinites we're, we're trying to do the same kind of things and that's um, it takes a takes a village and that's that's hopefully the direction we're very, heading very good well a previous guest was Mayor Mary Burris and she shared with how the uh, high school football team uh, was involved in a, a project or I guess from the high school down to the riverfront uh, going along Court Street uh, or some route uh, down to the river, the you know, kids picked up trash and, and that type of thing, and they did it to be proud of their community, and the community showed their their pride, their pride in them. So yeah, Coach Nutter's uh, really great about getting the kids out and doing things, and you know he doesn't want the recognition for those types of things. He just knows it's the right ty- right thing to do to do. And our cheer coaches after every home game home game this year, the cheerleaders have been going out into the stadium and picking up all the trash. Um, you know our volleyball team has volley for the cure that's coming up on October 10th uh, to raise funds for the Susan G Coleman F- Foundation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that that's the largest volley for the cure fundraiser in the nation. Wow. Um, and, and so getting our teams to do those types of things it's 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 good for the kids it's good for our community and and it's really what we want to be about great well i, I mentioned before you come from a long line of of uh sports uh enthusiasts as well as those passionately active from your grandfather your dad um and, and now yourself um share that with listeners a little bit about the, the stoner family legacy so they realize that it's a continuation of a, of a rich tradition and I think it has an importance for the community. Yeah, you know, from my end, it's, it's, uh, it's big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my grandfather came in 1974, followed Dottie Hawkins as the head basketball coach um, and coached basketball for you know, a number of years and then coached golf as well. My dad was uh, on the basketball coaching staff for 20 years, head, coaches ten, head coach for 10 years and also coached track. Um, and they were just incredibly involved in, in our community. And, um, you know, when I became a teacher and a coach at the high school, it was a dream come true. I got to walk the halls that I played hide and go seek in when I was six. Um, and that was just so exciting. And then to be able to step into this role, um, again, a little, sometimes you feel like you're a little bit of an imposter because it's like, well, Marshall and Joe are the, the mm-hmm. legends. I got to live up to that. Um, but, you know, I'm having a lot of fun trying to do it. And, you know, there's a lot of phone calls that I make to to my dad and my grandpa just for sure. advice and uh, for knowledge because they, you know, I think there's been a, you know, somebody from my family walking the hall since 1974, whether wow. it's as a teacher or a coach or, um, or a student. And sure. so that's, that's pretty special. Oh, great, great story. You, um, 
you also teach as well. We'll share a little bit of that. So I, I'm now just the athletic director. Okay. Um, but I, prior to being the athletic director, um, I taught special education right. for 12 years. Um, I was in the math department for a number of years, and then I taught life skills uh, for my last five years as, okay. as a teacher. And um, just such a rewarding experience. And, you know, I, I always joke I left the best job as a life skills teacher for the second mm -hmm. best job as the athletic director. Yeah, so, good. Yeah. good. Good for you. The, um, I, I'm sure you brought a, a vision uh, for the future when you came to job? What are some of the things you uh, are hoping to see and, and have uh, implemented going forward? Well, you know, I referenced like the Dragon Way, and, and that's something that we're really going to focus on uh, to try to develop our athletes, but then also to try to, you know, create our athletic events to be community events or com mm -hmm. community events to where we're, we're having fundraisers or we're bringing back our, our youth sports teams to play at halftime of basketball games and, and, and trying to do things to, to really bring people in. I mean, Ray Dennison Chevrolet was great last year. They did a whole week where they were giving away gift cards leading into these, this Friday, Saturday games. And we had a, there was a chance to win a car. Mm. Um, and, and just to get some of our community members to rally around our kids. Uh, because again, these student athletes are going to be employees. They're going to sure. be, they're going to be bosses. They're going to be, you know, they're going to develop into something and, and creating those connections early is important. Sure. You grew up, of course, in you know, peak and sports environment. Um, can you point to anything how things have changed uh, at all? I mean, the, the level of community engagement is, seems different uh, to me. Uh, but are there other ways or things you can point to that uh, it's, it's changed from back when you played versus now? Um, I, I think that there's, there's more to do. Mm -hmm. uh, or there's more knowledge on what's going on. You know, I can get on my phone right now and look at my calendar and see six different events that are in Pekin mm -hmm. on Facebook. Sure. Right? And, and so kids can communicate really easily where, you know, back in the day, as, as they say, you know, it was, hey, we'll meet up on Friday at the football game, and then we'll go from there. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's an ease of communication now with, with our youth that um, there is more going on. But I do, you know, I think that again success helps a lot and you looked at our football games last year i don't know if you guys had a chance to make it out to mm -hmm. a couple of them but it was packed i mean and when you're winning the environment's fun and everybody comes out and everybody wants to be around each other and so i i think that's you know part of my job is is making sure we have coaches in place that are going to you know do their best to develop but also try to sure. um, create those environments but um you know that's that's kind of what we're trying to do is create a community event where people want to be there right regardless right. of whether we're winning or losing we're, at least we're going out there okay. and trying well, and, and speaking of being there, the uh, you know the plans to renovate or make changes to uh, the, the stadium and that area, track and field, et cetera. You want to share a little bit of the details with that? Yeah. So next next summer, we're looking at um, getting a new scoreboard for the football stadium. Um, also resurfacing the track, resurfacing the tennis courts, and adding lights to the tennis courts. And then there's plans to add a visitors locker room. Um, or I guess a multi-purpose locker room, mm -hmm. as, as I would call it. Um, they're on the visitor side of Memorial Stadium. Um, we've been very blessed to have you know, Pekin Park allow us to use uh, Dragonland mm -hmm. for our visiting teams, but it is kind of a hike sure. for those visiting yeah. teams. Yeah. So to give them something that's on, you know, in the grounds would be really, really helpful. Um, then we can also use it as um, locker rooms for the spring sports. So whether that's boys and girls track, whether that's tennis, baseball, um, a place where they can safely put their items or, or even just use the bathroom um, would be really helpful um, sure. all year round. So. Sure. Visiting other facilities uh, in the conference or, or elsewhere around the state, 
how do you feel ours compares? I've just, I, you know, being on, on the park board and now an association that serves statewide, I visit a lot of other parks and that type of thing. And, and um, you know, there, there's a certain uniqueness to uh, the park facilities we have, as well as a rich history. Is, there, is it similar, if you've observed, athletically? I am, uh, I, you know, I'm partial, sure. uh, but I, I think we have some of the best facilities in the state. Um, and, you know, I haven't been to every single facility, but uh, there very few times am I walking some, walking into another building and like, wow, this is so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, we just have first class. I mean, our pool, you know, our gym seats more than any other gym around. Our football stadium is just kind of legendary with its size. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just think we can compete in terms of our facilities with anybody in the area. Sure. Yeah. So... Any predictions you'd care to make going forward? I don't. You don't want to show any favoritism or whatever, but uh, it seems like we've had a lot of success in a lot of different sports. Uh, so for the coming year, um, any any predictions you you want to make on the competitive level? I don't want to hold you up to oh, do that too much. You know, we're, certainly we're not betting on anything. But now, uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's you know sometimes it's hard to predict. Um, sure. But I you know I do know like our boys basketball team is bringing back uh, you know a lot of juniors who got a lot of minutes last year, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what they can do. Um, you know our golf teams, you know we, our girls golf team just won conference, and they're going to play in a regional on Thursday and have a really good chance mm-hmm. to to move on from there. Boys golf team plays tomorrow, and our our boys golf team is coming off a four year stretch where they won four conference championships and four regional titles. They didn't get the conference this year, but I, but I know they'll be motivated come Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know our girls basketball team is bringing back an all conference player and, and some young talent that that can compete. Um, swim, we had a swimming relay, boys swimming relay that went to uh, state last year and broke a school record and three of the four kids are back. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot there. Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm an optimist, so I can, I can go through each one of our, our sports programs and find, find a way where they're going to be successful. But, you know, I, I just would encourage everybody to come out and watch. And sure. See. Oh, that's great. I'll, I'll finish by putting you on the spot, I guess, a little bit. In a perfect world, if you had your way, um, what would you like to see changed? And if there's nothing, that's fine. But I'm just curious as to what uh, what would be different. I, I would like to see more student athletes um, participating. Hmm. I would, and I would like to find a way to to find. I would like to find ways for kids to feel like they can play all three sports and not be punished in one way or another. Mm-hmm. It's there's, it seems like there's a, a large trend to, to specialize by age 12 now. Sure. Um, and, oh, I, yeah. and I just think, you know, when you have your best athletes playing all the sports, you know, you're going to get your best outcomes. Sure. Um, but even outside of your best athletes, we, we need kids from all seven or eight of our feeder schools to, to participate and be involved. You know, uh, population-wise, our school is one of the biggest in our conference. Um, and, and I'd like to see that refl- – I'd like to see that, that ratio of athletes to – students you know Mm -hmm. increase well my grandson was in t-ball this year five years old and it was interesting uh for me to observe because it 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 wasn't meant to be hyper competitive and you know these kids are just learning the game and you know there were just everybody gets to bat around and 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 there was you know even the reaction when when people got a little caught up in the fandom side of things you know kids were all of a sudden intimidated by it and losing a little bit of love of the game and it, but it, people adjusted from game to game and it was great to see an approach that just you know teaches you to, to um, uh, the, the value of, of teamwork and the camaraderie that comes with it and, and just enjoy 
the game and what you gain from it. So uh, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're, you're doing the same thing. I really appreciate the student-athlete uh, approach. Uh, I think uh, in today's world that's very important. So uh, anything else you want to add, Cole? No, I think that, that's about it for me. Oh, very, very good. I appreciate you coming in. I know you're a busy man. Um, uh, I admire the work that you do. Uh, I, I see the model that the high school has is the, you know, the fire is within. I can certainly see that is with you. So uh, thank you for being part of, the, of our great high school and for all you do for the kids. Okay. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Great. And thank you to you, the listener, for joining us. Uh, again, we appreciate any kind of thoughts, ideas, recommendations, and critiques uh, by sending an, an email to peakinpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Mike Eaton, again, as our sound guy. He's here every time. Uh, and to the uh, library for providing us the uh, passport room. And thank you again for joining us. Take care.